You're listening to The Lively Show, episode 375. You're listening to The Lively Show. This podcast is designed to uplift, inspire, and add a little extra presence to your everyday. Hello, my friends. Thank you so much, as always, for listening. Today, we have another Beauty of Life episode with Jennifer. Jennifer, as you recall, was our first Beauty of Life guest to come on the show, and we actually recorded a second session. But as I mentioned in an earlier podcast, we actually didn't have the Riverside settings for our new fancy audio system set up appropriately, so it didn't record very well. So this is our next session that we're airing with you. In the beginning of this episode, we'll kind of cover what we talked about in the last session and then move forward with what's showing up for her in her life this time. This episode, she shares about her chronic pain that she has had for the last 10 years in her shoulder and also wrist pain that's been appearing back in her life as well. And we're going to do a lot of beanbagging around these areas of chronic pain to see if this helps with the flow of energy into those areas of her body going forward. So if you have by any chance had any chronic pain in yourself, by all means, feel free to try this experiment along with us to beanbag any emotional stuck energies on the non-physical level that might be impending on the physical as well and see like your own experiment, just like we're doing with Jennifer to see if this helps support her wrist and her shoulder as well. Let's go to the show. Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the show. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm I'm doing fine. I've got a slight cold, but I feel better than I sound, possibly. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you are feeling better than you sound. I think you sound great, though. But when we get started, obviously, we were just saying before we started recording that there was there was a mystery episode. Not really a mystery. It's just that I didn't have the right uh, count for this new fancy web audio service provider we're using. So we had a session. It just didn't air because we didn't have the right setup so that it captured the audio separately. And we had a lot of kind of tech glitches. Do you want to share a little bit of like what you remember about that session that we had that didn't air on the show? I mean, I was super nervous going in. I think I was nervous because I didn't know what I would be talking about. It just, yeah, we kept dropping or I would drop or you would drop and I couldn't hear you. And you were just asked, you asked like, are you anxious about anything? And I kind of, I just said, yes, you know, I'm, I'm pretty nervous. And um, so then we ended up doing a beanbag release. I feel like it was a, kind of about expectations. Yeah, expectations of this. Yeah, like what are you going to get out of this? And is it going to be successful to my expectations or your own? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I was, you know, I, I just wanted it to go well, but I didn't know what that meant. And, and we did also do a bit of inner voice, I think. And didn't the tech issues go away after we beanbagged? Yeah, the rest of it seemed to go more smooth. I didn't have any drops as far as listening to you. And I didn't have any issues with you. I said this in the show. This is wild, but in case this is useful for anyone else, I will drop this here because I was shared in that show. I've noticed in my own personal direct experience that sometimes on WhatsApp specifically, because that's kind of where I talk with my mentor, if I would have a call with her or like my friends. And whenever I was in years of distress around a topic, if I was talking to somebody, it would drop more frequently during a conversation when I was really amped up about in fear or anxiety or stress, even though I was talking to my friends, I wasn't like having arguments with my friends. I was sharing about my life situation, let's say in those dating years, like as a dating scenario. And I'd be all worked up about the story I was telling and the audio to my friend or my mentor would drop during those conversations more than when I was not stressed out. And so I noticed that my own anxiety, it's usually on an anxious. I haven't really noticed a drop if I'm uh, in a jubilation kind of state of being, but when I'm in a stressful state of being, I notice it is way more likely to have technical, getting your wires crossed, so to speak. And you were having kind of this like fear around the expectations of the show and whether you're going to do it right or what that even was right. And then releasing it just seemed to do the same thing. So in case anyone else out there has some tech glitchy things when they're really stressed out. <laughs> uh, beanbag those uh, can help uh, improve your technical quality as well. Potentially, I mean, it sounds woo woo, but it worked even in the scenario with us and Riverside, which is not WhatsApp. So, who knows? 
No, that was really weird. <laughs> I, I felt like it was really weird. It's magical. Okay, so Jennifer, tell us, how are you doing today? Like, how has the last two weeks been for you? Well, it has been, well, I guess a lot more has gone on. I think what made me really nervous about the that last time was that in the two weeks in between, literally nothing happened. I didn't have any, um, I guess, beanbag things to work through. I don't know. I just felt like it was super quiet. I'm like, I don't even know what I'm going to talk about. Um, but then the last two weeks, it just seems like a lot of things happened, at least to make my mind kind of go on them. Um, I I hurt my wrist somehow. I, I don't even know how, but I've been having to like wear a, a brace. mystery wrist brace situation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people ask, well, how did it happen? I'm like, I don't I mean, no, I don't know. <laughs> Left or right? My right, which stinks. And are you right-handed? Yeah. So I was pretty amped up about that when it happened. I've had this happen once ten, about 10 years ago, which is why I had the brace anyway. But yeah, so that wasn't great. And sometimes when something like that happens with me, like some unexplained, I feel like this happens all the time, unexplained injury or, you know, mostly that kind of thing. I have a little bit of back problems and my joints are very, what they call me, hypermobile. So I tend to get injured easier for no reason. And my husband, He's trying, of course, to solve the problem, which they say men do. But the way he's doing it is like, you know, well, maybe it's because you did this or maybe it's because you did that. And, you know, it was already hurting before I did any of these things. So, you know, I was getting upset. Like he was saying that it was kind of my fault, which I'm sure he wasn't. Um, so I, I kind of had a small meltdown about a week ago, I guess. It's been about a week. So that happened. And then I started working again kind of came out of nowhere at the job that my husband actually works there. That's where I met him. They just need some help, um, temporary help. So I started work last week. It's been about three years since I've been there. So that was different. How does it feel to be back? Um, I mean, last week was really weird because, like, I, I know people because I was there before, and everybody was just telling me how bad it is. <laughs> Like how bad the company's doing and how crazy things are and kind of telling me all the news about new people and kind of gossip, you know, about different people. And Is this when your wrist started hurting is when you went back to work? It happened like the weekend before. So Saturday, I kind of started noticing it. Sunday morning was the worst. And then it's kind of started to improve since then. But I didn't actually, I wasn't able to go to work on Monday because my son had a fever, just kind of came up on Sunday evening, just out of nowhere. Huh. Were you thinking about the work a lot coming into Saturday? I'm just curious if there's any connection to work in the wrist, potentially. Well, yeah, I don't, that's, I mean, my mom said the same thing. It's like the timing is really weird. I have been looking forward to it because I enjoyed my time there last time. I like, you know, I like that they are so flexible with me. I can come and go as I need. The people there, I get along with everybody really well, even if they don't get along with each other. And I was looking forward to it because staying home has been has been hard for me. So this is a good thing. This was like a new, yeah. exciting chapter, not like a, oh, God, I have to go back. Yeah, that was the weird thing. It was like there's no trepidation about it. I don't understand but it did seem like the universe was like throwing things in the way. Yeah, so interesting. You also, know. question, how about anger in your life right now? Have you been feeling or suppressing, more likely suppressing, because you know that good girl tendency, oh, even though you might not have the fear and the beanbag around it, the pattern of holding back emotion might still be present or that ind indication of, ooh, don't don't go there. But I'm just curious, completely out of curiosity here, not like making any assumptions, yeah. but I'm wondering only because a lot of people that I work with that have beanbags in their arms. Now the wrist, is it the arm? Is it the wrist? You know, it's kind of a question mark. And yours is your own situation. So we're not trying to make it a reductive thing. Like everybody does it this way. But a lot of people I notice just out of observing like 10 years of this, or I don't even know how many years of beanbags specifically, a lot of times people feel anger in their arms and it's in your yeah. right arm, which would tend to be typically, this is very typical generalization. So generalizing here, but the left side of the body tends to to have to do with your inner world, your personal self, or feminine, 
energy and the right side is usually masculine energy or you out in the world. So you at work or you in relation to your husband or your son or someone masculine would typically be the right side of the body. And that's like the whole body, not just your hand. The anger part of it, my suggestion only, or not really suggestion, I'm not trying to plant any, (laughs) it is this or not. We'll find out from your inner voice what it is. But I'm just wondering if, if I say masculine or professional and maybe something to do with anger, does any of that like ring or just feel completely off base? Well, you know, I... I don't know. I like up until like, you know, Friday, Saturday, like I said, things have been pretty quiet. But I mean, when you talk about that, it makes me think the first time this happened, it's like it must be repetitive. I don't know. Anyway, the first time I had my wrist injury, it's like it was like 10 years ago. I was newly married to my first husband and he was gone. We got married and he left within a month to go to Virginia because he was in the army. So he was officer training for four months. So he didn't, we didn't live together during that time. My wrist got hurt. I put, you know, I got this brace. I did what I was supposed to do. But in the meantime, my shoulder started hurting. Um, I figured it was due to the brace. Once that was all done, though, my, um, my wrist did heal and I took off the brace. That shoulder pain never went away. It's still there. Um, I've been to so many doctors, so my right shoulder. And I remember at the time... I was so distressed about my marriage, like my first marriage at the time. And I don't know, in the back of my mind over the years, I've wondered, like, does this have anything to do with what was going on? Because like I said, it's never gone away. I've been to physical therapy. I've been to several doctors. I've had several diagnoses. Really, nobody can help me. It's, it's, I've kind of given up on it. I have goosebumps all over my body. I'm very yeah, but <laughs> like then this happened right with now. my wrist again, you know, and I and I just, you know, I'm of course I'm back working at the same place where it happened the first time because I started working there. That's what I was um, wondering was then. were you working there 10 years ago? It's such a long time, but it was the same location. Yeah, not the same job, you know, same but same building. I'm in the same company. I was working accounts payable then, and now I'm working in a different department. But it's in the same building. I don't know. It's just, you know, I, it's like a sense of deja vu. I'm like goosebumps and cold. <laughs> I'm so many goosebumps on my body. Okay, keep going. It's easy for me to, I don't know. I, yeah, I just wondered if it has something to do with, with the marriage. But then, of course, you know, I, I got through all that. You know, we got divorced. And now, you know, now I'm with Damon. And our marriage is not like my first one at all nothing, nothing like it. And I can't really say that in the past, you know, so many weeks, I mean, before the wrist injury that I was feeling anger or anything towards him, you know, up until then, I, I I really don't know about that. But like you said, you know, I guess when you were talking about that, it made me think of my shoulder and how over the years I've wished so much that I could heal it, but it's always there. So was there any anger for the first husband 10 years ago? Oh, I'm sure. I mean, I, you know, it's been so long ago. I, and I have read my journal. I did, I did a journal, you know, back then. And I mean, in the journal, when I'm reading it, it's not necessarily, it doesn't sound like anger, but like you said, who knows what anger is for me? Um, I don't know that I feel anger the same way. Maybe I've seen it trapped? in movies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, definitely. I did. I felt trapped. All right. Here's a question. What do you think about the idea of going into the wrist and into the shoulder from a beanbag perspective right now and seeing what we can release and just see what beanbags might be lurking in those spaces and places? Not to heal on the physical level, but just to see if there's any emotions that you can sense that might be trapped in those areas. Yeah. No, I can. Is that okay? I can try. Just experiment. Just experimentally looking at this, you know, let's see. And also let's let the inner voice kind of, we're inviting the inner voice into this as well to say if it wants to give you any words, just even single words, right? Because the distillation of wisdom from your inner voice is so powerful. We don't need a whole explanation. We don't need a um, WebMD (laughs) explanation of, of things for you to know what it's about. 
right? So if there's something, we're going to kind of give the in- intuition. We're going to say, hey, inner voice, if you got any words of wisdom, literally words of wisdom that you want to throw in here as we're going into these two areas of her body, let us know, okay? But first, I'd like to see if we can get some emotional scanning and some maybe emotional releases on the beanbag side before we go to the inner voice, but it might give you words as you're going in, okay? So if you get any words as you go in, just let us know what you're hearing. But which one do you want to start with? Do you want to start with your shoulder or your wrist first as far as beanbags? Yeah, I don't know if, if the wrist would be easier or not. Well, what I do mean, you I feel, can feel like doing first? I guess maybe just the shoulder. I mean... Okay, you want to go there? I gotta, yeah. Okay, so just you're going to close ahead. your eyes. Okay. And you're going to place some exhales and kind of, first of all, before we even go to the shoulder, just take some exhales right now and go into your chest, go down into your belly or your chest, go into that peaceful place. You've heard your inner voice before. So we're going to get you out of your head. Just relax. We're not even going to the shoulder right now. Just take some breaths. If anybody else has any, you know, kind of chronic patterns like this that are unexplainable, maybe they could try this along with us if they want to, but you're just going to take some exhales. Just go into your belly, into your chest, into that peaceful place. And when you can sense that sense of peacefulness and relaxedness in that part of your body, just let me know. Nowhere to go, no rush. Just center into yourself, away from the head, but down into the belly, down into the chest. You're safe. You're not at work. You're just sitting at home. Okay. I feel. Okay. Feel good. All Mm -hmm. right. Now from the, from the belly chest region, we're going to navigate your awareness from there over to the shoulder on the right side, go up into the shoulder. And now what we're going to do is scan for any heaviness, not on the physical so much. Yes, you might feel physical tension, but see if you can feel any beanbags. Now that you've done a few beanbags, you know what they feel like. They're usually emotions or frequencies stuck in lumpy, non-physical feeling clumps. See if you can sense any clumpy emotions up there. Of course, there's probably many, even just on the thought of the pain in the shoulder could have beanbags. So... Scan around. It could even be like towards your back or up into your neck. It doesn't have to be specifically right in the middle of where the shoulder pain originates physically. Somewhere in that general area. It could even be like six inches outside of your shoulder. You feel something. But you're kind of being a detective, just sensing. Is it just smooth and easy energy over there or is there any clumps? No, I would say there's clumps. Okay. Go to the first one you notice, the one that's catching your attention the most right now. Okay. Okay. Now, where is it? And yeah, and what shape is it? It's kind of, it's kind of lower than my, just a slight bit lower than my shoulder, kind of the front of my arm. And it's kind of like a little long. Kind of like, I don't know, like a, like a long noodle or something. Okay, good. You've got a shape for it, a noodle-ish thing. Okay. What's in the noodle? What's the frequency or emotion in the noodle? It's like vibrating. Okay. Peacefulness? Tension? Just pure energy? Well, not peaceful. Not peaceful. Okay. That's all we need. Okay. Go on into the noodle. Feel the vibration. Okay. So express, let that vibration vibrate as much as it wants, but tune into the noodle shape that it's in. So feel and breathe and let your body help you. If it wants to shake your arm or nod your head or yawn or burp or yell, you know, let your body help you feel this energy vibration. It's okay. You're safe. Just feel the vibration. It's just a feeling. Good job. Good job. You're safe. This is coming up because it's ready. You're able to see it. So now it's re- it's safe to, to release. If it wasn't ready, it wouldn't be noticeable. Your awareness wouldn't be able to sense it.
and go for gold. Get 90% out, 90% percent gone. 100, 100, 80, 80. So go for as much of it as you can. Don't hold back. It's okay. Just breathing into it. It's just like a color in the emotional crayon box. You know, it's just a color. It's just an expression. It's just a note on the emotional piano. It's okay. It's okay. It's not you. It's not taking you over. It's the shape of a noodle. Good job. You're okay. You're safe. It's okay. It's okay. Keep breathing it. But tune to that location. Awareness aware is it. That's your magic is that that awareness of the location. You're okay. You're okay. It's like taking an imaginary steak. Uh, like a steak, not like a meat steak, but like a wooden steak out of your shoulder. It's a non invisible. A doctor can't get this out. Medicine's not going to get this out. This needs to be felt through to release. It's okay. Like an invisible splinter that's there. They just, that no doctors, no medicines are going to get that out because it's non-physical. It's still present. It's just a presence of a non-physical thing. It doesn't have a heaviness that's dense enough to hit the body. Although the impact of all this energy block is affecting your physical movement and mobility and pain in your shoulder. So it's okay. Well, I feel like that that section kind of disappeared, I guess. Okay. How does your shoulder feel without that noodle around it? Well, it kind of, I guess it's, it almost felt like it kind of just kind of moved up a little bit. Okay. What moved up? The pain on the shoulder? Yeah. No, it's kind of just more like on the, the tip top of the shoulder. It just, it feels a little different. Like maybe it's not, you know, maybe this isn't kind of more the regular the regular feeling. Okay. Now let's go again. Let's scan the shoulder. Let's start. Okay. Let's start again. Let's start at home base. Okay. I want you to make home base your belly and your chest. I want you to okay. feel safe. This is you. Okay, Jennifer. This isn't me. This isn't a doctor. This isn't your husband. You, you, the journals and loves you and, and tracks your whole life and cares about you more than anyone else ever will be able to. This is your home base. You are safe here, okay? So go in your chest, go into your belly. That's your home base. No one outside of you can take that from you. So go there first. And then when you're there and ready, let me know. It's okay. Creating the sense of safety and place of home in yourself. So letting go of the shoulder and the wrist for the moment, just going into the belly and the chest, going back home. Okay. I feel better. Okay. Good. Okay. Now let's go back over to the shoulder again. Let's take a little magic school bus tour Mm -hmm. of your shoulder. So go and place that awareness over into the shoulder again and scan around just like you did before for any lumpy, clumpy bits of emotional or tension, stuck energies. Any stuckness, not even necessarily on the physical, you know, blood or muscle level, but just like the non-physical areas around it or in it. Okay. Um, it's kind of more to- towards like the, like my shoulder blade. It's not my shoulder blade, but it's kind of sitting right up there. Okay. What's the shape? Like uh kind of like an upside down rainbow. I saw a banana. That's so interesting. Oh, yeah. That's so a similar yeah, like an shape. arc. I know, that's wild. I was thinking banana. And I that's crazy. Okay, so rainbow. Go into your rainbow. And what's the frequency in your rainbow? Hmm. Uncomfortable or pleasant? Yeah, uncomfortable. Okay, that's all we need. Go for it. Go for the rainbow. It's okay. It's okay. It's like an invisible blister that needs to be popped. <laughs> so you're just yeah. popping a blister. That's all you're doing. You're releasing the tension, okay? It might cry. If you need to cry, water is an incredible energy transformer, okay? Of course. Think about this. This started when you were married and felt trapped and scared and who the heck knows all the details of that. You know everything you experienced. Of course you'd feel this way. Have you felt this feeling before? 
Yeah. Of course, of course, of course you feel that. We're accepting it and feeling it. But now feel it as the rainbow, okay? So feel yeah. it. It's okay that it's there. Of course it's there for all the reasons it started there. Of course it's there. It's not wrong for being there. For what you experienced, of course it would be there. It's like if you like put throw your hand on a on hewn piece of wood, of course you'd have splinters. Of course, of course they're there, but now let's release them in the rainbow. So now you're able Mm -hmm. to release them. You weren't ready and safe and able to release these when you were young. You shoved them down. Your body did the best it could. It took it for you. It's like, don't worry, I'll take this for now. The mind has no capacity to release them in the first place. You had no ability or resources then. It's okay. It's okay. Mm -hmm. You're ready now to help this younger you. It's kind of like you're helping the you that was one month into her marriage feel the feeling she didn't know how to release. Of course she felt them. It's okay. Feel your rainbow, but feel it fully. Don't don't hold back, right? It's just a feeling. And you're feeling it for the younger you. This isn't even your marriage now. This is old, but you're doing it in honor of your younger self because you love you. You love that one of you. That younger you deserves every ounce of compassion and you can help her by feeling where it is. She didn't know that. Of course she didn't know. But feel it where it is. Feel it fully. You're bold. You are safe. You're totally in a different space. I'm here with you, holding space for you. You're not going to float away. You're not going to go crazy. You're just feeling what's ready and safe to be released. Mm. It's okay. Shake it out. Cry it out. But you're doing this for your younger you. This isn't even for really you here now. You're now hearing it and ready to release it for her. It's okay. She's still in her now kind of stuck in that. She's kind of trapped. Like that little trauma point just got stuck. And your body kind of in a – you could say it's not really doing it on purpose. It doesn't have an identity as such. But it's it's compassionate in a way. You know, it's like holding it on. It's like, okay, I'll take this. It has to go somewhere. The energy is still there. Even though it doesn't have physical weight or physical matter, it does have weight and it does have matter non-physically. It's just a different vibrational spectrum. Still a waveform because you're still feeling it. It's still there, but it's dissolving as your pure awareness goes in and compassion and feels it where it was stuck. The location is your key. Yeah, I kind of think it might be mostly gone. Really? Okay, scan for right it. There. Go for a little more. See if you get a little few more mm-hmm. twizzles of it. <laughs> get any more vibe? Yeah, there might be just a little left. Don't know. Just Can you get to it or unable to get to it? Can you feel for it? Feel it out? Feel it through? It's a completion as much as you can. We're releasing the energy blocks non-physically that are kind of also impending on your shoulder. Feels like just, yeah, like a little cube. <laughs> okay, go for the cube. Go for it. You're doing great. Don't hold back. Like, get this out, right? How many, you've had this for a decade? Don't hold on to a cube. (laughs) You don't need another decade with a cube still stuck in there. Get it till you can't get it anymore. It's okay. You're doing this for younger you. Homeopathy. Life is a bit of homeopathy that causes the cure. You just get lighter causes, the thing that kind of triggers that same thing, to help you eventually release it. So going back to work might have been that trigger point, right? Because these emotions were still stuck there, even if you weren't feeling them day to day so much, but they were still, that younger you was still trapped, you could say. And so you going back to work might have been this little portal moment to bringing that situation kind of up enough for you to feel aware and capable. It's like life is massaging you and showing you where the knots are in your back. Mm. (laughs) And it's like, oh, there's a knot there. I didn't really realize that walking around day to day. But when the massage person, masseuse is (laughs) hitting that spot, ooh, that's tender. It's bringing your awareness to where things, energy is stuck and and tight. Okay. I can't really feel it anymore. Kind of had a little- brilliant. 
couple little twitches, I guess, like, you know, those little twitches you get and then I couldn't really feel it. Okay. On the physical plane, how's the shoulder feeling? I mean, I guess I'm kind of relaxed right now. I feel like, I don't know. I mean, I can tell it's still there. I can tell my right shoulder feels different than my left. Still. Yeah. Yes. But is it the same way that it was feeling before the two beanbags were released or different? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's any different or not. Okay. It doesn't like hurt, hurt, you know, but I, you know, I can just tell. I know it's there. Okay. Let's go back down to your home base. Go back to home base. Even if nothing else, you getting used to going back to your home base, the safe place in yourself, you don't have to shut down from here. You know, you don't have to like push the world outside of you away. It's just about creating this place of peace that you can extend from into the world. So it's not about like being going into your cave and never coming out in the world. It's about creating this safe place that then you can come out into the world. So go into your safe home base. The loving, compassionate, understanding, wise part of you. Okay. All right. Now go back over. Magic school bus on over to the shoulder. <laughs> See if there's any more stuck little beanbags poking around. Kind of like lava lamp l- lumps. See if there's anything you can sense. Yeah, I think I can feel something. Okay, where is this one? It's kind of on the outside of my, like my arm, like up towards my shoulder. It's like a little sphere, like a grape. I guess so. Ooh, so small. Okay, what's in the grape? Tension. Yeah, of course that'd be there. Even if it's just tension on the pain that you've had for so long there. Mm. Okay, feel the tension in the grape. Mm. So ironic. The magic eraser to all this stuff is actually just attention. Pure awareness placed on the expression of the thing. And when it fully gets to express, it dissolves away. Okay, I kind of lost it. <laughs> okay, go scan again. Magic school bus, show us the grape, okay. that tension. Show us any tension. It might even move. So is there any tension in the shoulder? Okay, there it is. Good job. Good job. This is you using your awareness muscle, not your mind, your awareness. Your mind has no idea where this is. It knows there's tension and it knows stories about tension in your life, but it doesn't know the grape. It's not that. It's like asking your ear to smell something. (laughs) It can't do it. It can hear things, but it can't smell. Your mind knows there's emotion. It feels the emotions, but it can't sense where they are in the body. Only your awareness can do that. Yeah, it feels like it's trying to get away. (laughs) Yeah, follow it. It's okay. Is the tension scared? Is it running from you? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's moving around. Keep following it like a laser beam or a flashlight. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Just shine that awareness on it. Wherever it moves, it's okay. Don't make it wrong for moving, but just keep feeling it. Feel it as it's moving. Yeah, it's just kind of sitting, just kind of heavy. Okay, keep feeling it. Feel the heaviness. Breathe into it. It's okay. It's okay. You felt this for long enough. (laughs) You don't have to keep feeling it trapped in this area of your body. 
He kind of seems to have relaxed out a little bit. Good. Okay. Is it gone as much as you can get to it? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Let's go magic school bus back to your home base. It's kind of nice to go back to the home base because you're able to scan with fresh eyes, so to speak, mm-hmm. your aware, fresh awareness back over. So go back to your chest, your home base, the safe place that's peaceful and not, you know, trapped with any of this energy. So go back there where it's easy and open. Mm. And then once you're there, we're going to float back over to the shoulder and scan again. Okay. Okay. All right. Scan back over. How's the shoulder feeling now? No, I would say it's like I can still, like I said, I I can still feel the difference over there, but it doesn't, it doesn't feel as bad or it doesn't feel as heavy or not bad as in like physically bad, but doesn't feel like a I wish I could think of the word like maybe not as much of a problem yeah like it's kind right? of like it's almost like my shoulder is like we're okay over here the right shoulder feels mm-hmm. that way we're okay like just don't worry so much good that's a good thing okay let's go let's magic school bus down to the wrist mm-hmm. okay if you want you could start back at home base or go down okay. either way here, I'm going to take my, I had my brace on. I'm going to take it off because I feel like yeah. it just kind of deadens. Yeah. We want to have, yes, exactly. We want to have the blood flow and circulation. Yeah. I feel like we just took out some shrapnel, some invisible shrapnel from your shoulder. Mm. You know, it's like it had some old debris and we just kind of released at least that stuff, at least the non-physical layers. Let's get that off because no doctor is going to be able to deal with the non-physical shrapnel. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so now let's go down to the wrist. And we're just adding circulation of energy into your body. And hopefully over time, that circulation of non-physical energy can help to improve the physical energy because it's very possible that the non-physical blocks affected the body into physical blocks. So we're starting again at the root, which was the non-physical. So, okay, let's go down into the wrist. If you don't, if you got hit by a car, <laughs> if, you, if you like had a lawnmower accident, you know, this would be just physical trauma of the human body in physical space and time. But this is not what this is. You've said this, you've had this for a decade. If this was this cause, you would have found it, right? So let's go down into the wrist. Okay. Doing the same kinda, thing. What do you got? It's kind of almost like a band. Um from the side of my hand, like the outside of my hand, up to my, like the base of my thumb. Okay, what's Just in there? Just kind of pulsing. And I don't know if that's... Let's go for it. Your, your awareness the, is there. Yeah. Let's go for it. Feel the okay. pulsing, but feel it to completion. Let it express if it wants to shake or clench, you know, especially because it's in t- towards your hand. It might want some movement. It might not. It's okay. I've had some trapped neck weird kinks and every now and then my body will end up getting kind of moved into a weird position that just like pops it. Almost like a chiropractor, almost like an invisible Mm. chiropractor is popping my neck exactly how I need to release the tension. So let your body guide you, okay? With your wrist, let the body guide you. It doesn't want to hold on to the heaviness. It wants to support you. It held on to it for you in compassion. It can help you release it in compassion. It's not doing it like it thinks something. It's not some God with a beard that's thinking like a human. (laughs) But the body knows what to do, just like it knows how to digest your food. It knows how to laugh for you. It knows how to cry. It knows how to breathe for you and pump your blood. It knows how to release this old vibration. You just have to let your mind get out of the way for it and to let your awareness and your body collaborate. Let them collaborate together. Your awareness of the location non-physically plus your body. That's the two that those are the two buddies that can free the non-physical stuff. That are affecting it's funny, your body. It's actually I kind of feel something more up in my like my forearm. 
go for it. What's there? I'm having trouble getting, just kind of came up. It's okay. You're doing good. You're becoming a detective in a way. You're like detecting. You're starting to detect, to feel. You're growing your ability to sense again in this non-physical dimension of you. It's in, it's like you're learning how to smell like a perfumery. You're like, oh, I, I got some fig. I think I smelled fig. Or if you're doing wine tasting, you know, and you're trying to get the notes and the acidity and figuring out, you can drink the wine and you know what it kind of tastes like, but you can't get as much out of it when you don't have that much discernment. Right now, you're tuning your awareness discernment to non-physical vibration. Coming the what is it the sommelier of if I'm an emotional beanbag sommelier, it's not to say I'm celebrating them. I'm just saying let's celebrate the release. We don't need to be trapped by these things. They're not designed to haunt us for ten years of your life. Life was not meant to be this hard. That's the suffering of life, and we the beauty of life is that actually we can release it when we know what to do. That's the whole premise. Okay, how's how's your forearm? How's your wrist? Well, I think, you know, you kept saying like anything even like outside, which didn't make yes. sense to me. But maybe I'm feeling, you know, like right on my wrist, kind of just above it, like a heaviness. Go for it. Does it have emotion or just blockedness? It's like spinning, like a marble spinning. Okay. Go for it. Spin it. Let it spin to completion. Spin till it dissolves away. Mm. It's okay. It's okay. Of course it would be there with everything you've gone through. We're not making it wrong. It's okay. It's just like a piece of wood that never got sanded and someone ran their hand across it and it got a bunch of splinters that are too tiny to see or too in non-physical to see. And so we're like, of course they're there, but we got to get them out. We don't need to have you stuck with them for 10 years. There's nothing wrong with having them. You've, you know, accidentally or by purpose, put your hand on a bunch of splinters. Okay. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Let's release them though. Let's not hold on to them the rest of your life into the next one and the next one. <laughs> let's, let's just release them. Let's liberate yourself now. And even the younger you is going to feel different when you look back on it after these are out. So go into that marble. Kind of feels right. like it flattened out and then I think I don't really feel it anymore. Okay. Let's go back to home base. It's kind of nice too. We're kind of cycling, right? We're doing mm -hmm. this, but we're kind of giving you these pauses to sense like what ease feels like. I get back to that anchor point. Okay. Okay. Now we'll go back. Magic school bus down to the wrist. Scan around the wrist. Basically anything from your outside of your fingertips up to your elbow, kind of that general mm -hmm. vicinity. Anything inside or outside. It'll usually feel kind of typically, typically pretty outside. Although because you have such physical pain, they could feel like they're on the inside of the body too. I haven't felt anything yet or sensed anything. Does it feel smooth and, and, and flowy, so to speak? The energy there feels not trapped and gloopy? Kind of. It's almost like if it's coming down from my shoulder like water. Just Ooh. kind of. No rocks that it's hitting. Yeah. Yeah, it seems pretty smooth. Okay. How does it feel on the left side? If you go from your shoulder on the left down to your hands, how is the water flow there? Oh, just fine. Fine. Okay. Yeah. And then you go to the right, and what do you notice? I guess energetically it's feeling the same now. As the left? If you put your awareness on both shoulders, because your awareness can go into everything all at the same time. So, because it is in your whole body. So now let's see if we can double trouble this. Can you feel both shoulders and the energy flows at the same time, like looking at two rivers of water at the same mm -hmm. time? Okay. Can you feel both? And how do they compare in terms of the flow? Well, I guess there is a slight bump on my right, like 
like just over my elbow. It almost, it does seem like it's just kind of, I mean, it's kind of smooth, but it's like kind of just going over. Okay. Go to that elbow. Okay. Zoom in there. This is so good, right? We're just, now that we have one part that's good, it's actually a nice little litmus test for how is the mm. other one going and how, okay, so there's something in the elbow. The awareness wasn't able to catch the elbow lump when it was just in its own scanning because it's so used to these. Your body thinks these are normal now. <laughs> so you've been living and compensating for all of these for a decade of your life. So your body just thinks this is how it feels in the body. So go to your elbow. And zoom into where you notice a difference between the other elbow and this one. Okay? okay. What do you where where is it and what do you feel? Yeah, it's like right, it's I guess it's right above my elbow, my arm, like my upper arm. What's the shape? All I can think of is like like that Greek thing that's got the leaves wrapped around it. I don't okay. even know what that is, but okay. Like, and what's the feeling? Uh, no, I wouldn't say it's like negative. It's like uh but it is buzzing. Okay, go for it. Just stuckness. Go for it. Non-physical mud. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, go yeah. For that. It's like it's not even hard. It's like. Go for it. Feel the grape leaves. It's okay. You're helping your body from the awareness part of you. Just releasing all the energy flows that got stuck. It's very likely these started non-physical and worked their way into the body. So we're going to work on the non-physical layers first to get them out of the body. Mm. They call it chi, prana, you name it, they, you know, energy flowing through your body or just releasing the, the clumps that got stuck. They're kind of frozen in fear. The, the emotions are low and slow, right? If you say vibrations like of good feeling or let's say, let's just sit for the sake of argument, like let's say that they're higher frequencies, which higher frequencies are hotter temperatures, like the hotter the air outside, the faster the frequency of the air molecules outside and the slower they get so slow that the water vapor becomes snow and then becomes ice, you know, and it slows, slows down. So these emotions, when they're really high, circulate freely, but when they're really low, they kind of freeze. They get so low and scary, they clump together like ice. And so as you're bringing your awareness in, your awareness is heating up the vibration to melt it away, not to make it joy necessarily. It just needs to free flow for you. <laughs> it just need mm -hmm. to just have it moving smoothly like your left arm. We're not trying to set you in a permanent state of, I mean, human emotional joy. You're still in earth. You don't have to only be in one color of the emotional spectrum. You, obviously, your inner voice is always at peace and, and true joy and an alignment and love, but like the emotional human mind doesn't always have to, is, is not designed to like, its steady, state doesn't have to be there all the time. You're allowed to have the contrast. Abraham tries to emphasize this all the time. You're allowed to, to have all the contrasting experiences. You just don't want to hold on to the, <laughs> the negative ones for as long, but when they get clumped, they get stuck. So you're bringing your awareness into that elbow, melting the ice cube or the mud in this case, the, the grape leaves. Yeah, I felt it kind of felt like it, um, like I pushed it down to my wrist and then kind of feels like it's been pushed out. Cool. Through my fingers. Yeah. Is there any way you can like shake through your wrist out to your fingers or yeah. does that hurt too much to do physically? I'm just going to stretch it. Yeah. See if it, mm -hmm. it wants to move. See if your arm – actually, here, let's do something right now. Let's let your arm and your wrist and your shoulder intuitively move and stretch, okay? Okay. Let's give it a few minutes to just mm -hmm. express itself in your physical form 
it can not move at all, but let's give it some movement, but let it come intuitive. You know, like intuitive dancing, you're going to intuit, intuitive move. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what it wants to do. Let your arm shake it out or move it out or stretch itself out the ways that feel juicy or feel like it wants. Let the arm authentically move for itself. There's no wrong or right movement for it. Just let it just stretch itself. Let it get this energy. Now that the energy is flowing much more smoothly non-physically, let it feel through its its arm expression. It's probably going to feel really good, hopefully. Yeah, it does. It doesn't have to look like a yoga class. You're the yoga teacher. You're the god, the yogi. You're the – your body knows. Let it wa- do what it wants. Let it be juicy. Even if it's going to like stretch your wrist into a weird kind of position that kind of gives you intensity, if it feels good to stretch that way and bring that intensity there, you know, let it. Just like doing a a yoga posture that brings intensity like pigeon pose can do, it's okay. Mm -hmm. If it feels juicy to go into that stretch, whatever your wrist and shoulder want to do and your arm, let them. I'd love to know if we could have scanned your like blood flow and the the factors of your physical body and your shoulder and rest before and after this session. Yeah. It'd be so interesting. How does it feel if you're the doctor and you pretend that you have <laughs> put a put some measurements on you? How does it actually physically feel as you're moving it and stretching it now versus before the session? Well, it definitely feels relaxed. I'll say that. Um, you know, at this moment, it feels pleasant like relaxed um like I can still tell my wrist is hurt um but as far as energy goes I'd say you know it feels pretty good beautiful what I'd love to do Jennifer for your homework for the next two weeks Uh can we give you this is going to be this is joyful homework okay this is alignment time kind of stuff but can we have you when you notice that there's any emotions coming up or tension in the the shoulder and the wrist, obviously, to beanbag the clumps that you notice. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then the joyful movement. Okay. So like, Mm -hmm. even as you're walking around the house, if you're like, you know, walking up the stairs and you just like, you know, rotate your shoulder because it feels like rotating itself. Like let the body move itself through you. Ah, that's the way to say it. Let your body move itself through you. Okay. So okay. give it that kind of expression. Kind of, it doesn't have to be dancey. It doesn't have to be rhythmic, but just letting the body stretch and move. Maybe it like for a long time for the next two weeks, like really wants to push your um, fingers back with your mm-hmm. left hand, you know, just to stretch out the wrist. Maybe that feels good and juicy. Maybe even it brings up some, some intensity, but again, it's from this place of like intuitive alignment and juiciness. So it doesn't mean it can't be stretched, but we're not trying to cause pain. But if it wants to go into areas that are, you know, stretchy to Mm -hmm. increase the circulation or increase the stretch, that's okay. To increase the mobility where they might be limited, that's okay. Just letting it be juicy and letting it be free flowing again, free movement, not mind controlled. Okay. Does yeah, that sound do that. doable? Just do uh-huh. it like as you, if you're driving and you're like, you know what, I'm in the, the you're in the, I see like the McDonald's uh, drive-thru. I don't even know why I brought that up. Okay. But like, let's say you're going to the pharmacy, going through the drive-thru, anything, you're going through a drive-thru and you like want to like rotate your shoulder, rotate the shoulder. <laughs> like if you yeah. want to go up the staircase, if you're walking down the street, if whenever, whatever it wants, can you just kind of give it this free pass to totally flow in its highest joy and juiciness through you, especially that arm. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. Whenever it comes up, it doesn't have to be every day. It could be 10 times a day. It's not about the right number of anything. It's just being bag when you notice tension or frustration mm-hmm. in that area, especially, and then let it move even when it's not in beanbag mode. Just, just letting that energy circulate again in juicy ways. Okay. Yeah, I can try that. Yeah. Okay. How are you feeling now? Okay, let's actually go back to that moment you mentioned. One month into being married, husbands at training camp or whatever what it was called. Yeah. And 
how do you feel looking at your little self now? Same or different as before? I mean, right now I'm like super relaxed. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess the feeling I feel is, I guess, compassion for her. You know, like you said, she she was just stuck and she didn't know what to do. But yeah, like what kind of fault. guidance did she have? What kind of guidance did she have, really? Oh, gosh. I mean, like, talk about brainwashed. <laughs> yes. You know, at so the of time. Of course she didn't know what to it do. It was really hard. Yeah, she she just thought she was bad. Oh, poor girl. And did Was she actually bad looking back on her? No. Yeah, that's what I'm, like, seeing now. It's like, you know, poor thing. She. She wasn't bad, but that's kind of how she felt. Actually, question, just on that one. Scanned out of the body, is there anywhere you can feel that's still active? This feeling of I'm bad for her. It's not you, but like, yeah. can you feel her being bad about feeling bad? Mm. I must be bad. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm bad. I need to accept this. Maybe in my stomach a little bit. Go for it. Release that. Okay. We don't need to hold on to that one. Okay. Nor does she. She doesn't have to hold on to this. You're releasing for her. Go into the shape. It's okay. Feel the location and feel the feeling. That's what she needs help with. It's like a seatbelt or something. <laughs> like a Aww. belt. Yeah, strapping her down. Okay, let's take that seatbelt off. Let's feel the feeling of I feel bad. It's just a feeling. She was allowed to feel the feeling, but she didn't need to stay stuck in the feeling. It's probably guilt or shame. It's feeling bad. I'm bad. Must have done something wrong. What's wrong with me? Very human emotions. It's okay. Feel it. But feel the location. Feel the location. Location, location. The shape of it. The story only lasts as long as the emotion's there. After the emotion mm -hmm. is expressed, the, the story just feels flat because it doesn't really matter. The only reason any thought or any story matters is the emotion behind it. When the emotions are gone, the stories don't feel true anymore. Okay, I think it's, I mean, it's dissipated. Good. Okay, now look it. back at her. Does she feel better? Go back yeah. to her. <laughs> yeah, right? It's like, thank you. Yeah. No. Now she's seeing wiser. Yeah. No, it does feel better. Good. You know, like that first time we did the beanbag release, you know, I was kind of weirded out um, because it felt like, you know, like a nerve had been cut and I couldn't, it was like numb. I couldn't really even come up with anything. Um, but this time it is almost like you're looking at her and she's, she's okay. Yeah. You know, or healing. And the that feels pretty good. That does feel pretty good. No, because you mentioned that too in the first episode, you're, you know, because um, I actually did listen to it finally. <laughs> I was too nervous <laughs> to listen to it, but I did just like yesterday or day before. And, um, you know, you were saying it could be healing her in the past, you know. Mm -hmm. And at the time I was just like, whoa, you know, I, I couldn't even comprehend, you know. But now it, it almost does feel like that. Isn't that amazing? That's the beauty of life is that you're not permanently stuck in yeah. anything. You've had that feeling for 10 years and you're not stuck in it anymore. But the only thing it needed wasn't 10 years. It needed awareness. <laughs> it could have been one day after it first happened or 10 years after or 10 lifetimes after. But what it needs is awareness. It doesn't matter how long of time. I almost drowned recently in a riptide two days ago. Oh and the gosh. minute it happened, it was, I'll, I'll tell the story at some point when I'm ready to on the show. But 
But uh, I can say when it happened, it was shocking, of course. But I came home immediately after and I was like, I am beanbagging this experience. I'm not taking this forward. It happened. I was terrified. I went into some trauma and shock. But then I released. I spent hours just being on the sofa and caring for my my current self that just went through it hours beforehand. No need to carry that with me in the future. No need to bring that for me to deal with 10 years later for that version of me now. You know, this is what we're doing. We're clearing out the past. And then as we go forward, we'll be able to stay in that self-cleaning mode. It doesn't mean that we're not going to have a moment where a riptide might happen. (laughs) It just means that we're not going to be stuck in the emotions that scare us because of the duality of this experience. It was okay that I felt scared. There was nothing wrong with feeling scared. Of course, that's a very understandable emotion when you are feeling like the harder you swim and you're just getting taken out to sea. Of course. you. And especially because I drowned in a past life, that is not my mode of like, you know, supreme success. It's not me Mm. in the ocean. So I, I feel like, of course I'd feel that way. This is very understandable, but let's not hold on to it. And that's why we had the foundation for all those years with the trauma release for hypnotherapy for people with extreme trauma, because of course the things that happen to them, I can't make them stop happening myself. It's not my control, but what I can do is help release the trauma that the mind is wired to. And that was a beautiful thing. I'm so happy we helped 500 people with those sessions, but now I'm even more excited for the future phase that we're in with you because we're sharing this with you, but everyone else can listen to this and everyone else along with you can release what's hurting them in their ankle or in their back. And obviously I can't make it happen for them, nor can I make it happen for you. I can just hold your hand and say it's safe and help you remember how to feel in your awareness again. Yeah. No, I, I, I I do. I feel really good about this. Good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a new. It's a new feeling, you know. Which usually, feeling? Being good, feeling optimistic about. Well, like you <laughs> said, you know, life. like like the idea of of myself, like almost having some kind of connection to my past self, and you know, the idea that I might have helped her. Um, yeah, you're the superhero. I don't know. It's a really weird feeling, but and it's. I mean, it's good. It, You know, I thank you. I don't know. I I feel like like it's released something. Oh, beautiful. Well, I can say that instead of living like a victim, right, of saying, oh, I, no one told me what to do. I didn't have the resources or capacity, blah, blah, blah. This is what most people do in their minds. They'll think about their past and the hardships and they'll be a victim to stuff. But you are recognizing, oh my gosh, I can be the fairy godmother to that younger you, me that needed all that support and give it to her. And then when I do, she's not trapped. I'm not trapped now. And I don't have to tell a story of victimhood. I can tell a story of victory because because I saved myself at the end of the day, but not yeah. in the moment it happened, but at the moment of the now, the eternal now, that you were ready and capable and able to do it. So it's the power of now. Everything's happening in a now moment. It's like browser tabs mm-hmm. are all open at the same time of every moment of your life. And they're all now playing out in the now. They're all playing out at the same time. So you and your now is lighting up and helping the other now. Yeah, like I still don't even think I understand it, but it does feel very, I guess, powerful is the is the word coming to mind. Like this at this second, it's feeling like, wow, what a, what a empowering, powerful right? Thing. Empowering. You don't yeah, have to be more powerful than anyone else. You're just yeah. like, oh my god, I am not a victim to my life. That is empowering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it feels good. And no matter what anyone else does to you. You're empowered to control your life because your life is going to be the set of assigned emotions and beliefs that you create from. So if someone does something that you don't like, you don't have to assign an emotion and belief set that supports their power over you. (laughs) You can go, I don't choose that. I think I'd rather live a different way. If they want to put a belief on you, like you'll never amount to anything, 
you don't have to take on that belief and how you feel when you hear it. The only reason you feel bad in the first place is because your inner voice doesn't believe what they're saying. If they if it did believe it, Abraham 101, you wouldn't feel bad if they said it and you agreed. You'd be like, oh, I'm so happy they said it because it's so true. You're actually liking this because it's aligning to your inner voice. There's no mm. conflict in your inner voice with this. But if I said you're miserable and you're never going to amount to anything, you'd feel bad because it's not in alignment with your inner voice. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So no, it does feel like, you know, I don't know, like the state I'm in at this moment, <laughs> it does feel very like it's from within, like this light part of me that spans time. I guess I'm just feeling it more right now than I normally would. I don't know. Yeah. And it's because you're developing that sense of home away from your head. Okay. It's because mm. you're breathing and you're you're centering yourself, not in your head in the stressful stress pot of the mind. You're going down into your peacefulness. I'm going from there. This is this is how I want to choose to live is from here. As much as you remember to, and you're in the journey of it. So you're going to get shaken up to the head and to the emotions and all this stuff for a long time. But then over time, this place is going to be ob the obvious place you want to go back to. It's like if you had a stressful home life and your grandma's house was really nice and peaceful, you end up over time drif drifting to wanting to be more at grandma's house than your parents' house because it's more peaceful there. And it's the same thing for your awareness. Over time, as you keep practicing it, you're going to start going, I'm not going to go up to crazy town in my head. <laughs> I want to spend more time at grandma's house, at my loving, uh, like aligned, beautiful, peaceful place within myself, my own home. Mm. Yeah, that sounds nice. Okay. All right. Until two weeks from now, my friend, may something wonderful happen to you today. <laughs>